might recall back in early March an incident out in Chatham that resulted in an individual being shot and seriously wounded by a police officer. An officer had been called because of a disturbance there, someone in distress. And according to authorities, an individual there holding a knife advanced on the Chatham police officer who opened fire, fired four times, striking that person four times and very seriously wounding him. The officer was later cleared of any wrongdoing, said that the use of force was justified. The individual who was shot because police were called since he was in distress is now facing a felony charge. And now an organization is coming to his defense and advocating for a different way to deal with people whose mental illness puts them in the path of police. Sunshine Clemens is here with us. You know her as a co-founder of Black Lives Matter Springfield. She is also part of this group called Speak Out for Gregory, and uh, she has a very personal connection to this. Sunshine, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Jim. Appreciate it. Tell me about your connection to this case and how you and other advocates locally have come uh, together in defense of Gregory Small. Uh, Well, Gregory Small is my little brother. So that is um, my connection to the individual that was shot on uh, March 5th. Um, This is something that came out um, due to we, we decided to come together and do this, I guess, campaign is what what people are calling it, but um, a speak out for Gregory because when you call the law enforcement for help, um, being shot, in my opinion, is not how that is not how that should be handled, um, and then being charged is just further adding trauma in, into an already traumatic situation. Um, we are asking that the charges be dropped. This could da- this could tremendously change the trajectory of his life and you know damage him further than you know what he's what he's already dealing with. A lot of families deal with this issue of having someone who is mentally ill in the family and struggling to know where to turn for help or the best way to uh, to deal with the situation if that uh, becomes uh, a, a real problem. Now, if you don't mind my asking, uh, your brother, uh, how long has he battled this and have there been incidents of violence or at least uh, what seemed to be the threat of violence in the past? This is not something that he's has that he's dealt with all of his life. Um, this is something that has come about as he's um, been older. So it is a newer experience um, for him and for our family. Um, but again, like you said, the the police is what we have to call right now. I personally don't feel that that is the best option. Um, I've been advocating for that long before um, the situation with my brother. I believe there needs to be alternative options for. Uh, mental health calls and situations, but until we have that, the police is, is what we have. And I personally really don't believe that they're equipped to handle those calls. And I personally don't believe that they should have to. I think this should be directed to another entity. Other cities have alternative options. Um, 
a alternative form of 911 where you call another, you know, three-digit number, whether it's 888 or 811 or whatever the case may be for, um, you know, for these type of situations. And I would love to see something like that implemented, um, you know, in our city and county, region, state, et cetera. Um, but until that happens, we, we have to call the police. And um, I just feel like, you know, there are alternative options and trainings and things that, could be done to make things better for the community until we have something else in place. On the day in question, it was, in fact, your mother and his mother that called police, correct? What what was correct. happening uh, that led her to have to make that decision? He was trying to self-harm, and she called um, wanting to you know prevent that and just try to save him. And so police arrived, uh, and I guess this all transpires outside the home, uh, but, Correct. but he's holding a knife, and according to the official police account, he charged an officer with the knife, and that's when the officer opened fire. Was the officer wrong to do that? Was your brother at that moment a threat to that officer? My brother at that moment was running from the front of the home to the back. I, My brother has no memory of the incident. I don't believe my brother was even aware that the officer like what he was saying or you know that he was necessarily there he was not specifically after the you know after the officer um i don't understand personally when you arrive on these kind of calls i'm i'm unclear on why it's a good idea for an officer to arrive alone um i just feel like these are things that could be handled better in order to prevent the victim um you know have, having four bullet holes and a criminal record uh um have you does there exist or have you seen any body cam video or any video evidence of this incident there chatham officers don't have body cams okay. um so there is no body cam footage but they have dash cams i have not watched the footage but is there in fact dash cam footage of this that that shows the situation there is footage yes okay uh your brother was hit four times how's he doing now um he has had several surgeries, um, was in the ICU, um, I believe he's in the hospital for two weeks or so. I could, it's kind of fuzzy now. I could be wrong on that. Um, but he has progressed enough where they have allowed him to come home and to continue his um, care at home. So he has in-home nurses that come now, but he is um, has been released from the hospital and is, you know, continuing his physical therapy, um, et cetera, to try to... Um, you know, get his back body and, you know, back into the shape that it was in um, prior to this incident. Is he also being treated for the mental issues that, that preceded this, this entire ordeal? Yeah, he see, he's following all doctor's orders on all, um, all things advised by his medical team. As you noted, in addition to being shot four times and badly wounded, he is now also facing a felony charge here. What has he been charged with and what's the status of that case? Um, he's been charged with a felony aggravated assault um, and we're pushing for the charges to be to be dropped. Um, the officer was never touched. He never assaulted anyone, um, never laid a hand on the officer in any way um, and does not, like I said, remember the incident. Um, the there's no there's no assault that had that took place. So 
that's why we're asking for the charges, you know, to be dropped. Um, but as, as currently, they are still standing. They are now they are now coming and offering um, for him to go to recovery court, which they're saying if he completes whatever it is that they determine that he needs to do for however long, um, once he completes that to the court's satisfaction, then they would go back and take it off of his record. But in order for that to happen, he has to plead guilty, which is the problem. He's not guilty, so we don't want him pleading guilty to something that he did not actually do. Um, the recovery court is we don't have a problem with him following, you know, the, the medical guidelines. He's doing that. Was, that's not that's not an issue. Uh, the issue is pleading guilty to something that he's not guilty of. We're talking with Sunshine Clemens of Black Lives Matter Springfield and of the group Speak Out for Gregory. Gregory Small Jr. is her brother. And as you've heard, he was shot and wounded by a Chatham police officer back in March. The officer had responded to a call for help because uh, Gregory Small uh, was having a a mental episode at that point and was armed with a knife, uh, had apparently attempted to harm himself, and according to authorities, had charged the police officer. Now, now Sunshine, I understand, you know, and this is obviously a very personal thing for you, but a lot of people are going to be listening and saying, well, if somebody's armed with a knife and comes at a police officer, there's got to be some consequence for that. Um, how, how do we address that uh, so that, in, it, because as you noted, in this case, the officer wasn't in, injured, but what if he had been? What if uh, he, he'd been stabbed or cut or something? Uh, is it then a crime? How, how do we address the, the need to um, you know, have some way to have consequences for conduct that puts other people in danger. I, I, if if the officer had in fact been assaulted, that would be a different d- different scenario. But again, I really believe that there needs to be an alternative way for these calls to be handled. I mean, you see, in you know high schools ac- across the country, you know kids get in fight and someone has a knife and they're able to take the the you know person down that has a knife without shooting them four times. So it can be done. It's just that the people that are having to respond right now don't have the best training to make that happen. So that's where the real change needs to come in. At this point, again, as you noted, the state's attorney's indicated that uh, he'd be willing to have this move to the mental health recovery court, but that would require your brother to plead guilty to the felony charge. But the alternative is to keep it in the criminal court, where if he is convicted, uh, then he's got that charge permanently on his record and could be potentially facing jail time. So what do you do if the state's attorney doesn't... um, move from the current position of uh, a guilty plea and then mental health recovery court? We will take things as they come, but right now we are wanting the charges to be dropped. There's also going to be a rally tomorrow at the Capitol, Mental Health and Justice Awareness Rally. Tell me about that and what you're hoping to accomplish with it. Uh, We are hoping to accomplish the ability to spread the message to a larger crowd that it's for one it's mental health awareness month um there really needs to be some serious and significant changes in the way that we handle people that are struggling to achieve full mental wellness um so that's that's one of the main messages also to spread the message about what is happening with gregory uh, we want people to speak out for gregory but we know that gregory is not the only one who is you know enduring these type of situations this unfortunately happens all too, you know, too many times. Um, so we want people to also speak out if they're comfortable, you know, on behalf of themselves or if their loved one is comfortable, speak out on behalf of, you know, someone else so that we can spread this message um, 
you know, take real advantage of Mental Health Awareness Month and, you know, really put information out there, um, provide some, you know, alternative options and resources and just a way for, you know, people to collectively support each other um, in a public setting. The rally gets underway at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow outside the Illinois Mm -hmm. State Capitol. Sunshine Clemens, speak out for Gregory and Black Lives Matter Springfield. Sunshine, thank you for uh, the information and keep us posted on this, if you would, please. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim.